wonderful friend, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being with us today here, and we are inviting you to remain with us for the whole hour, because we'll love to have you also part of this program. You can bring your input uh, by sending us a text message to 04-888-808-11, and you can be part of this broadcast right here from beautiful city of uh, Adelaide, going all around the country, and uh, not only, but through the internet, uh, reaching all over the world, and it's wonderful uh, to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. I would like to say hello to our co-host today, and it's good to have you with us, Tracy. Hi, Nick, and hi to all the listeners once again. For those of you who may just tune in the first time, Tracy is uh, uh, worshipping uh, with the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia, Brighton Church, and she is passionate to share the good news, the gospel with as many people as possible, and uh, she loves to come with us on radio. Is that not right, Tracy? Yes, yes, always good. That's very good. And also uh, on the line, uh, David Lima from Family Voice Australia. David, are you hearing us? Yes, indeed, Nick and Tracy. Great to be with you again. That's very good. Always appreciate uh, David's uh, comments and input uh, during our program, and um, we'll come just uh, a little bit uh, later in a few uh, moments uh, to David to ask him to share with us a few things. But uh, before, I'd like to just um, recap uh, a little bit uh, what we are uh, talking about this whole week. I mean, uh, uh, today we are going to wrap it up a bit, uh, but the, the theme for the week was the Bible, growing spiritually, and the place of prayer. I believe very important uh, things, you know, and uh, from a Christian perspective, uh, prayer is fundamental to every believer, every single person. Now, um, you may uh, hear in a moment uh, that not only Christians pray, <laughs> there are many other uh, people, groups of people who pray, but uh, we'll tackle that a little bit uh, later. Uh, now, we, we talked about, um, and we addressed some of the questions during uh, this week, like, um, does prayer come naturally? Is there a a way to learn uh, how to pray or uh, is that a, a type of prayer? I think that was a very good question and again the Bible uh, teaches us uh, even how to pray. Uh, that's wonderful. And then uh, we looked at another question like uh, consistency in prayer. I mean, is that possible to have a prayerful life uh, every day and uh, to be consistent in prayer, not only sporadically, just when you need or when you hit the brick wall or when you run into troubles, you know, then uh, you remember, oh, probably I should uh, pray. And actually, this is very interesting because I heard people who never believed even in God or but the forces, but when they were in big troubles, they start praying. To whom? I don't know, but uh, they will start praying. Another question was uh, crisis prayer, and does God always answer? 
I thought that was very good um, question to deal with, and uh, yeah, our uh, good friend uh, Gary and uh, David, uh, Pastor Gary, Pastor David Butcher, they uh, did a wonderful job on that one. And if you miss some of these programs, by the way, my dear friend, uh, you can always go back to faithfm.com.au or on our app, FaithFM Australia, and listen to those programs if you miss uh, some of them. And then the other day, uh, Fabiano and Hugh, they were asking, uh, is prayer the easy way out? Everything is uh, possible through prayer, but we are going to talk today, uh, myself and Tracy here in the studio, and uh, we'll have David uh, uh, over the phone, and we are prepared here a question like, uh, how can I, can I grow uh, my prayer life? And that's the the question which we have for today, my dear friend. If you have an experience in regard uh, to this, maybe a prayer uh, experience, or uh, you like to even ask us to pray for yourself or for somebody, please don't hesitate to send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. We'll be very happy to share that prayer on air. If you like to send us a prayer request. When I'm looking at this uh, subject, uh, Tracy and David, um, I'm always intrigued of how people treat prayer. There are different ways of praying, and we're going to look at uh, an article uh, in a moment. And probably I will, I should uh, just look at that uh, right now. Um, this is an article from um, Christian Headlights, and it says here, of Americans say at least one prayer was answered in the past year. I mean, that's important to have a prayer answer. That's really good. Now, it's wonderful to have more prayers answered. But if don't, if you don't have your prayers answers, that's, that's also a reason and could be a good reason sometime because we can pray, uh, not in accordance maybe with uh, what we need, you know, and what God knows that's best for us. But let me look a little bit into this, uh, article and, uh, David and Tracy probably you could, uh, just come along and, uh, um, share a little bit on, on this, your, your thoughts. According to a new survey by the Radiant Foundation, an overwhelming number of Americans say that they have had at least one um, answered prayer in the past year. 2023, 20, uh, American prayer rap, you know, we just talked about a couple of weeks ago about the uh, National uh, Week of Prayer, I think, or the International Day of Prayer. I can't remember exactly how it was, where even uh, President Biden was uh, speaking and we dealt with that a little bit, but this survey include uh, nationality representative sample of over uh, 1,700 Americans who were um, subject of this uh, survey. And this uh, happened just um, the other week and um, because of the National Day of Prayer, you know, uh, which was, uh, I think, on the 4th, if I'm not wrong, of this month. The results found that 87% of the respondents reported that at least one of their prayer was answered. Now, meanwhile, 87% of Americans say that they connect with a higher power by uh, praying. Uh, 
61% says that they are meditating and um, 39% participating in the mindful uh, type of prayer. 38% uh, reciting affirmations and uh, 30% practicing spirituality based even on uh, practices like yoga and other sort of uh, meditations. The survey also reported that the average American prays twice daily and for 18 minutes a day. We were just talking here with Tracy looking at this article and thought, all right, if uh, every American prays twice a day, I mean, not every American, but so the average American prays twice daily and for 18 yeah, minutes sorry, a yeah, day. Yeah, sorry. Thanks for, yeah. um, for correcting that, Tracy. I thought that's a very high uh, rate. I was very surprised. And to be honest, Nick, I started asking questions about how the survey was put together. Mm. And people in my head, I, mm. I said, well, is that really going on? Does that? average American pray twice daily and for 18 minutes a day. Mm. Um, if it's true, then that's good. Sorry. But I must admit, I find it mm. fairly unbelievable. Mm. Oh, David, coming to you now, uh, and uh, you just shared with me that here in uh, in our state, prayer is not regarded as necessarily as that important anymore. But what's your um, uh, first reaction to this uh, article and, and um, all that uh, percentage? Yeah, that is uh, certainly fascinating. And it is true, however, that everybody prays, especially when they're under pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even atheists will turn to God in a time of crisis because uh, they've got nothing to lose. <laughs> so right. everyone does pray. And... Uh, American culture is very different, of course, to Australian culture. Let's make that point. In America, it is quite common for medical professionals, such as doctors and nurses, to pray for their patients. Now, that's practically unheard of here in Australia. But American culture is far more Christianized than ours. And maybe that explains that remarkable statistic. Mm. Mm. Absolutely right. And, you know, the um, article continues uh, to say that um, additionally, 84% of respondents uh, said God hears their prayer regardless of their manner of belief. I thought this is uh, quite interesting. What Mm. are your thoughts on this one, David, maybe? Yes, uh, people have an instinct to cry out to God because human beings are made in his image and we are made to be vessels of his Holy Spirit. So there is a hunger for spirituality. There is a, famously it's been said, there's a God-shaped hole in everyone's heart. And without God, that hole is a gaping hole. And so it does make sense that people would pray, even if they do not pray in a liturgical manner Mm -hmm. or using a formula or uh, even even in the name of Jesus. uh, uh, People still cry out when they pray. And um, we, we think about how people throughout history have cried out to God and he has heard their prayers and revealed himself and then people have have come to know the name of Jesus mm. uh, afterwards, so to speak. So um, I, I, I'm told of the story of someone in Africa that was just crying out to God and uh, I think an angel appeared to that person and said, you must go to such and such a place. He went to such and such a place and then there he learned the name of Jesus. So mm. um, it's wonderful how it works. 
Yes, that's that's right. And um, the statistics continue here. When they were asked uh, when they prefer to pray, most uh, respondents said uh, around uh, bedtime. That's not huh. working for me actually very well. Uh, <laughs> you know, to I, I prefer to pray. Uh, in the morning a bit more um, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah that's that's interesting and probably that reflects also um, when family comes together and that's wonderful actually if you can come uh, together as a family around bed, bedtime to pray with the children and mm-hmm. yeah what, what are your thoughts uh, Tracy on this? I think uh, when I read this article I was instinctively thinking about um, solo prayer mm-hmm. because, and I shouldn't even call it solo prayer actually because you're not solo when you're, mm. when you're praying. Um, because it's a very different thing, I think, personal prayer as opposed to family prayer or corporate mm. prayer. Uh, and I think there's a place for both. And I think, but I personally think if all you're doing is family prayer, I think, uh, there is an opportunity for you to be missing out on a special intimate time uh, with with God through your own personal mm, prayer. That's mm. what I personally believe. Yeah, and uh, also this says that at sunrise, 50%, night, 45%, dinner, uh, 29%, afternoon, 27%, breakfast, 27%, and um, when they commute, uh, also, twenty five percent during it's a good a w- use of travel time. Yes, during the walk, and that's a, again a good use. Twenty five percent, and before the school or work, twenty percent, uh, and so on and so forth. Look, it's it's very interesting all this aspect, you know, when um, when people pray because actually God is available at any time, and that's the good uh, news. And we yeah. need to approach God in prayer and at any time and when uh, we are connected because prayer is a connection actually with God mm. it's a form of connection and can I just bring something up I, I think we also have to define what we mean by a prayer being answered because often we only say a prayer is answered if it if what we asked for actually happened that way mm. or I don't actually personally believe that that's always I believe that God is listening and he will respond, but he may not respond exactly how we ask him to respond. But does that mean we say he didn't answer our prayer? Mm. I personally don't see it like that. So I kind of like to redefine that was my prayer answered kind of kind of thing because I think God is answering prayers. Um, there are very few situations where he will not answer um, but uh, he may not respond in the way that we have requested. That's true. That's true. And w- what I'd like to add on that one is that doesn't mean if a prayer is not answered, then God is not communicating with you. Mm. Uh, you may even find that uh, during your prayer or uh, you may wait for an answer, you may realize that probably is not God is not answering, maybe for a reason or the other, it will be important actually to acknowledge that sort of relationship, that communication with God, because God will never let us just in the darkness like that. God will give us a sense of saying, maybe even saying, okay, yes, maybe I need to, you know, do something else or whatever it is. Mm. David, what what do you think of what uh, Tracy was just uh, saying? Yes, indeed. We don't always get answers to prayers. 
because we are not told to name it and claim it, despite some uh, strange theologians who might teach that. We are told to pray in accordance with God's will. Mm. And so we need to ask God what he wants and knowing what he wants, then to claim that. But there is a prayer which will always be answered, and it will always be answered within about 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And that prayer is, Lord, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) (laughs) You'll get an answer. You'll get an answer within about 30 seconds every time. So that's a good prayer to pray. (laughs) Just going back to the earlier comments about what time to pray, I know that many of the listeners are very time poor, as we all are, but... uh, There is a a wonderful custom which occurred or was founded during the Second World War, and that is to pray at 9 p.m., to have a a minute of silent prayer. And I really enjoy that discipline, and I like to pray pray, uh, a few particular prayers. Mm -hmm. Jesus taught us how to pray, and so there is a biblical basis or a Christian basis for praying, shall we say, liturgically, which is to have something written, and repeated, not not in vain, but um, this I think is a great strength. It's especially helpful as we are sharing the faith with children and grandchildren and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's a rather, rather lovely thought that we can we can be using the same prayers, some of them uh, going back uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of years. And then the 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 prayer that I like to pray at nine o'clock uh, runs as follows. All through this hour, Lord, be my guide, that by thy power no foot shall slide. Mm. So th- those are the words that go with the what we call the Westminster chime. That's the sound which emanates from Big Ben. All through this hour, Lord, be my guide, that by thy power no foot shall slide. So the tune is familiar, but we may not be aware of the Christian words. They're written inside the clock room of Big Ben. I've seen it up mm. there. And um, during the war, the, the charming and striking of Big Ben at 9 p.m. takes almost exactly a minute, timed the silent minute which people kept. And I like to keep that, and I encourage people to keep it also. Mm. Oh, and, wonderful. And is, is there a significance for the 9 p.m.? The choice of 9 p.m., David? Yes, there is, there is, because everyone would tune in to the BBC radio at 9 p.m. to oh. catch the news. So right. um, they, they uh, I guess they would delay it by a, a minute in order to relay the charming and striking of Big Ben. So mm. after, yeah. the, after the Second World War, a high Nazi official was interrogated and asked why, why the Nazis had lost the war, and he said, well, you had the secret weapon. Mm-hmm. The silent minute of prayer. Uh, you have the secret weapon that could not be defeated. Yes. Mm. Yes. Well, there was a, there was a call to the nation to collectively come together and 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 pray all together. And it says where two or more are gathered in my name, mm. or uh, yeah. you know, um, uh, and and it's uh, and you ask, I will I will answer. So yes, yeah. yes, yeah. That's that's very interesting. And and David, by the way, I didn't know that you can sing so nicely. Uh, we may ask you to <laughs> do that. <laughs> again and and you know the um, we were just talking here about the individual prayer and uh, uh, in families it, the article actually says that uh, almost all Americans have engaged in in prayer on their own like 94% and then uh, while um, 
others pray with their families. Uh, this will be lower, like 67%. Uh, and with the members of their uh, religious, uh, you know, and spiritual, yeah, spiritual groups, like 61%. All of these uh, groups of people are or answering to these questions. One thing it's, uh, it's important to really, to realize is the importance of prayer. The need of prayer for everybody. Mm. And David, as you just pointed out, even those non-believers and, and not believe in anything, you know, I heard about that even therapeutically, those people who pray, you know, who um, give themselves, you know, to, uh, to God, I will say first, uh, in prayer, they, they have uh, 50% more chance to recover from their sickness or other situations, other troubles. Uh, any thoughts on this? Uh, well, I would say they've also got high statistics in terms of people who meditate mm. in, with regard to that and healing. Um, but they've done studies on the brain and certainly when you are, and I don't think you can reach these states when you're just having, you know, a, a, a quick prayer here and there. Mm. But when people are... Um, Engrossed in 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 their their prayer time, um, the 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 um, brain waves change, and there are actually um, some quite significant things that are going on. I don't st- understand enough about that connection between healing, but certainly um, uh, science is is recognizing that there are benefits to mm. to prayer. Yeah. And also, it says here that in the past year, actually, you see, this is after COVID and, um, you know, uh, which was quite a crisis all, all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people, people prayed at their homes rather than in a place of worship. And uh, it says here also that um, many people prayed in nature. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing, you know, uh, as you just said earlier, uh, uh, not to say only save the time. You do two things, you know, you do exercise and you pray also, but it's a good combination. Yeah. It's a good yeah, combination if, to. If you do your exercise in the woods as well, mm, you've got all of that, that additional uh, benefits from forest bathing as mm. well. And of course, it says here that many, uh, you know, like uh, pray in cemeteries. And I think that's a <laughs> right place to pray also in the cemetery and uh, religious shrines, uh, public transport, um, at the gym. Again, all uh, all those Dear things. God, help me be able to press five more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the <laughs> prayer. Um, regard, regarding common prayer uh, requests, 70% of Americans says that they have prayed for a loved one during a time of crisis, health, um, anything like that, and uh, of someone who is severely sick, you know, when uh, you have those um, sicknesses. Many people pray for their own uh, health, and that's a good thing. I mean, I find myself mm-hmm. praying, you know, even more when I was uh, sick. And probably we should have a bit of a more consistency in prayer. And I was thinking to ask David when he mentioned about, you know, praying at nine o'clock uh, or things like that. I believe that's important to have also a, a time frame. But at the same time, David, I'd like to, uh, and both of you here to ask this, uh, is there a danger to pray routinely? I mean, just to have some sort of uh, ritual of prayer, to even have a formula or something like that. Yes, Nick, there's a danger with everything, of course. 
And um, the the danger was pointed out by Jesus, who criticised those who thought that they'd be heard because of the multitude of their prayers. It's not somehow that we've got to keep banging on God's door. He he he's uh, able to to hear immediately. In fact, Jesus said that God knows our needs even before we ask them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we we're not praying to inform God about anything. We are really devoting ourselves to Him. When Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, he was, he was really teaching us to pray that we should be devoted to him so that we will be his ambassadors in bringing about his kingdom. Mm. So uh, it, it's not really a, a prayer there of um, asking God to do something, but a prayer of dedication. So that might give a, a different um, appreciation of, of how we should be praying. So uh, prayer is such an important thing. Uh, we... We can misuse prayer by making it sort of uh, an abracadabra spell, thinking mm. that somehow the prayer itself, uh, it, 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 the power is in the prayer. The, the, the power is not in the prayer. The power is in God who hears and who responds. Mm. So um, by all means, we, we can pray routinely. And by all means, we can pray liturgically using a, a set a set of words such as the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. or, or the, the prayer that's pray, prayed in Parliament or in Council, etc. Um, but it's also good to pray more spontaneously. And also, I encourage people not to have so much a prayer time as a prayer life. And mm. so I like to try to pray continuously rather than constantly. Uh, so constantly is like, you know, uh, one minute a day, that's constant, but continu- mm. continuously is 24-7. Mm. And so I just went to the shop uh, earlier to get ready for the weekend. And uh, as I'm uh, putting my bits and pieces into the bag and and getting ready to wave my magic credit card, uh, I pray. Uh, And and I'm I'm reminded of those words of Abraham who said famously, on the mount of the Lord it will be provoked. So that's that's what I like to say to myself as I I wave my credit card to do the pay wave and make the purchase. Mm. On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. So I'm really recognising their God's sovereignty. And here in Adelaide, uh, if you look at the old East End Market facade, which is on Grenfell Street, and they're probably comparable things in other cities, but that marketplace has written above it, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, mm. from Psalm 24, so that all those going in to buy and sell will be reminded. So um, they can do so prayerfully uh, and know that God is the provider as they go in and out. We, we've rather lost that heritage. Thank and, you for um, sharing that, um, David, because uh, I'd like to go and take a look at that now that yeah. I understand that that is there. But I also uh, pray when I go shopping. Mm-hmm. But my prayer is about that God would help me to remember, you know, that um, he has created me well and I should be looking after my body uh, to actually to actually ensure that I'm not putting stuff in my trolley that shouldn't go in my mouth, you know. So, so it might sound like, you know, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, just banal kind of thing, but I believe that we can invite God into every aspect of our I think our that's life. a very important uh, mm. aspect, Tracy, and uh, yeah, not to shop with the eyes. When I go into the supermarket uh, down the aisles, I say to myself, no, 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 no. 
but we need that help, don't, don't we? We need that help. The, the yeah. spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, look, uh, guys, uh, we can go on and on on this um, article, but it's good that our uh, good friends, the Americans, you know, they experience uh, answers to prayers and they pray uh, a lot. I hope that uh, our uh, fellow Australians, they do the same. And uh, uh, indeed, we have many examples in the Bible and we are going to talk a little bit about this, uh, how people pray, you know, uh, and uh, pray regularly and pray um, with a heart- heartfelt, heartfelt, heart- heartfelt mm. you know, and uh, yeah, all those things. But hey, this is Faith FM, Drive Time, big Q&A with uh, Tracy Papandreou here with me in the studio and David over the phone. We are talking about uh, prayer and uh, under this uh, topic, um, the Bible growing spiritually and the place of prayer, very important. And we are going to ask these questions in a moment. Uh, how can I grow my prayer life? But uh, we are going to just put a plug here right now. And we are going to talk a little bit about the offer which we have for today. Please uh, be ready, my friend, to get the phone number and send us a text message in a moment. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we thank the Adventist World Radio for their support too. Uh, we have this wonderful book uh, for you, my dear friend, uh, prepared. Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. It's about entering into a relationship with the one who can satisfy that deep yearning of the soul. And I believe this is very important because prayer is a, a need of each one of us and a way to connect with uh, with God, our maker. It's about uh, the simple prayer that uh, begins a friendship that will change your life. It's about those hard-fought battles in prayer to gain the victory of our own hearts and the hearts of those we love. Prayer is also uh, a form uh, like intercessory prayer. We pray for others because we love them. My friend, you can have this uh, book in your hands today. You just need to send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and the code for this book is SA one one eight SA. 118. Please send us a text message. Again, you can send us a text message with your thoughts, maybe a prayer request, a thought in regard to what we just talked about here under this uh, World Watch segment. And please share with us. Don't be shy. Let us know where you are uh, uh, listening from and um, we'll be very happy to mention that on air. But I'm going to now look um, at uh, my co-host here over the desk here, and we are going to really um, dig a little bit deeper into this uh, question, Tracy. Uh, How can I grow my uh, prayer life? Would you be able to just take us through some, uh, you know, stories, uh, Mm. Bible passages, and maybe some uh, testimonies? Sure. 
the first thing I thought of is, you know, we've talked about the importance of prayer. And Nick, you and I know how important it is because we always pray before we start the program, don't we? Mm. We pray that, you know, God will ensure that whatever comes out of our mouths is what he wants to be said. We pray over all of the equipment because we have had times when the equipment has, you know, done some strange things to us. And we also pray for you listeners as well because, you know, we understand that it's important that um, that you, that each individual hears the particular point of the message that God knows you need to hear. So please know that you're, you're prayed for, even, even though Nick and I don't necessarily do it on, on air, uh, with you, we do pray for you before we start because we understand how important prayer is. But Nick, I wanted to just, um, Go to the Bible and bring up a few verses just to help people understand, you know, that the word tells us how important it is. Um, so in uh, James 4, 2 to 3, it says, You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So we're being told there that, Prayer is important. Prayer can make a difference. You know, sometimes you haven't got something that you think that you need because you actually haven't asked for it. And it also brings in there the idea of our motives having to be Mm, pure. mm. You know, there might be people in this world who say, please, Lord, let me win the lottery. Please, Lord, let, um, you know, some, some, um, very rich person who's got a good heart, uh, buy me a Mercedes Benz or something like that. But, you know, these are not typically things that. And these are non needs, are wants more, exactly, more wants than needs. Exactly. Mm. And, and, and even, even our needs that we think we might need, things that they might not necessarily be things that we need. Um, but then I'll, in Matthew 6, 5 to 6, we're also told, um, the importance of praying, but we're given some information about how we should do it. Mm. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And that's, Nick, how I was talking about um, the fact that I believe um, family prayer, corporate prayer is not enough. Mm. People do need to have their personal prayer time with God. It's that time for them to be working on that personal relationship between themselves and, and God. I'll go on. Matthew twenty one twenty two, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Mm. So we're told also that we have to have that kind of faith that believes that nothing is impossible, that if this is really truly something that... God knows is right for me. He knows that um, it will bring glory to the Father. Uh, he knows perhaps things like this, that it won't pull me away from mm. him because sometimes if we've got too many good things, it can distract us from our relationship with God, that we can have a belief that, you know, if it's right for me, he will give it to me. And he will give it to me at the right time. Yes, I think that's a very important uh, aspect, uh, Tracy, to uh, to mention that to 
trusting God fully in everything mm. what we do. Prayer is a wonderful way of uh, communicating uh, with our Father, uh, and uh, we're learning today how to grow uh, our uh, prayer life and understanding the importance of prayer. My dear friend listening today, uh, I believe uh, you experienced in your life uh, the power of prayer. Mm. I believe uh, you ask maybe somebody to pray for you, or you may pray for somebody. That's very important. And please let us know if you have a special answer to prayer mm. or uh, even a prayer request. We'll be very happy to hear from you. Uh, we are going to take a short uh, break right now. I have a song, but uh, before that, I would like to mention that book which we prepare for you. Teach us to pray. It's a wonderful uh, book and you just need to send us a text message to 04888-80811 with a code SA118. And uh, our friendly robot will take you through. But right now, uh, a song and uh, we'll be back shortly. Please stay with us. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. When I think I'm going under, part the waters, Lord. When I feel the waves around me, calm the sea. When I cry for help, oh, hear me, Lord, and hold out your hand. Touch my life, still the raging storm in me.
Welcome back. This is uh, Fate FM Drive Time BQ. Q&A with Nick Rita and T- Tracy Papandreou. Over the phone, we still have David DeLima from Family Voice Australia with us too. We are talking about prayer today and how important it is to grow our personal uh, prayer life and uh, to understand the importance of prayer. Just uh, before the break, we were uh, mentioning here that we have a book to offer you. A free book, you just need to send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one with the code SA one hundred and eighteen. The book is called Teach Us to Pray. And I'm looking at a little bit of the syn- synopsis here. It says that Teach Us to Pray presents a picture of a God who is deeply and intimately interested in each of our lives. And that's so true. Lovely thought, isn't it? Yes, wonderful. My dear friend, uh, why not to send us a text message uh, right now to claim this book uh, and uh, you'll really enjoy uh, to grow your uh, spiritual life and uh, your uh, prayer life too. Just before the break, we were talking about how important it is to have personal experience with God, our, our own story, our own testimony. And I wonder if we could now maybe hear some of uh, these stories. And my dear friend, you have opportunity to send us a text message with um, your experience with God in prayer. But Tracy, I'm coming to you uh, right now. Are you able to share with us a bit of your experience in prayer? Yes, I had a particular experience uh, with prayer this week. I have a friend who helps me in the garden at home. And um, unfortunately, his daughter really battles uh, with alcohol problems and she had gone missing for a few days, wasn't answering a phone um, and he was particularly worried and, and we'd had opportunities to speak about God um, but we'd never prayed before and I just felt I said to him um, could we please, please have a prayer together for your for your daughter mm. and we did that and he felt um, immediately um much better, he said. Um, his anxiety had uh, reduced. But the good part of it was um, that I got a phone call about an hour later saying that she had been located in a particular hospital where she had checked herself in, mm. you know. So, and he said to me, it's strange, you know, we prayed and that happened. And I said, no, it's not really strange. Mm. Um, you know, that that's that's God working. But it's lovely when you have those opportunities. And that's why I personally feel, you know, such a privilege to share prayer requests of other people because we can be brought in to see God moving in other people's lives as well. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, David, uh, I'm coming to you now, if you're still on, on the line there. Do you have yes, anything maybe. to share in this regard, David? Uh, uh, in your own uh, life, or you may uh, you may share uh, some powerful uh, testimony in prayer with somebody else, maybe. Yes, uh, I do recall as a young man, uh, I was absolutely skint, uh, really without money, and um, I I sort of had a a vision that um, as I was praying to God, I kind of had a vision that a good friend of mine would come up to me, give me some money. And that's exactly what happened. It was just incredible. So, uh, and on another occasion, I I recall saying, because uh, I was I was very uh, very much in need, 
uh, just didn't have anything. And I said, Lord, how can I serve you if I don't? I need, I need somewhere to live. I need a car. I need a telephone. You know, I need things. And they all just, all just sort of fell out of the sky. It was incredible. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was just so wonderful. And, um, yeah, uh, I've often thought to myself, what would it look like if I was a child of God? <laughs> and the answer is, well, this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. This is it. And we need, we need not to think that God somehow, if only God would do things because he is doing them. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's, you know, every, every breath is a gift from God. And, uh, we just need to worship him and pray to him, uh, in, in the circumstance we're in and give thanks for where we're at and, uh, commit ourselves to him, uh, and as we do so, he, he makes our paths great. Yes, uh, indeed. And God is inviting us, actually. He's even provoking us uh, and saying, put me to the test and see what I'm able or capable to do. Um, I'm wondering here, uh, Trace, if we could maybe just um, look at this aspect, uh, uh, because God is um, it's inviting us, uh, whatever we Need or even want, you know, uh, to ask God uh, and to believe. Mm. Would you be able to to take us through some of these uh, aspects? Uh, sure. Because it's important not only to pray but to believe. Yeah, exactly. We can't pray. We can't please God if we don't believe. Mm. You know, so uh, that's what the Bible tells us. If we don't believe in Him, we we can't please Him. And uh, you know, like a father. Usually a good father wants, wants good things for their children. Um, but sometimes that also means holding back things from that child that you know won't be good for them. And our eternal fa- father knows the beginning from the end. Mm. So he knows what's good for us, what, what won't be good for us. So we can always believe that whatever we ask, we will receive if it's right for us, if he knows it's good for us. And so we should approach our prayers with that kind of faith and belief. Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. But actually... Um, there's even before that 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 um, Jesus is actually talking about how important it is this faith aspect of it, this believing aspect of it. And in John fourteen thirteen to fourteen, he says, "Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I would do it." And I thought it was quite interesting listening to David and talking. He was talking about his prayer and he said you know i need these things god to be able to serve you he wanted god to be glorified and so that was so easy for god to be able to answer because he knew those motives were right you know um, much of what is done is about to bring glory about bringing glory to to god but as I was saying in my uh, situation that I talked about, you know, prayer can actually really help us with anxiety that, mm. that we may have. My friend was really anxious about his daughter. So 
<clears throat> Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that was actually um, the verse that I chose when I was asked to choose a verse for my baptism, mm. because that's one of the things that having a relationship with God being born again that has actually really given me complete peace because I know well God knows what he's doing and you know he's got it in hand we also need prayer for our protection in Matthew 26 41 says watch and pray lest you enter in tempta- into temptation the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak and I gave a um, an example of of how I will pray while I'm sh- while I'm shopping to to ensure that temptation doesn't get in the way and things don't jump into my trolley that mm. shouldn't shouldn't be in there. But one of the things too, you know, we have to be really honest with ourselves about our prayer life, and and ask ourselves. I think are our prayers all about ourselves? Mm. You know, I think. When our prayers are just focused on ourselves, I think we miss out on so much. We, we miss out on the fullness that comes through prayer, through, as I said, having the privilege of praying for others and being part of seeing God moving in the lives of others. So I think that's a really important thing too. I think it's also really important to be specific. Yes. And the reason for that is I think if we just offer up these vague you know, please bless me, God. Uh, it's harder for us to recognize when God is actually doing a specific thing. You know, as as we mentioned, God knows everything that's going on. Mm. When we're not having to tell Him what's going on, so what is prayer about? It's about developing that intimacy with our Maker. It's about understanding our need for him, mm. understanding the role he plays in sustaining our life in every part of our of our life. So, you know, that that's that's where prayer is so important to us in helping us to understand that he is the one that is making things happen. Uh not not, you know, just circumstances. Mm. But one thing that has really changed my prayer life is beginning to keep a prayer journal, which I started about three years ago. Okay. And when you do that and you're keeping track of all of the prayer needs of yourself and other people, you really understand how much this world is in need Mm -hmm. for God to intervene. You also, in the way I do it, I leave a space for where God has answered that prayer in some way or form. Mm -hmm. You know, it may take time, some of them. But um, I believe that 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 has made a world of difference. And if people are feeling like they would like to grow in their prayer life, I can say that that's a strategy that maybe they would like to try. You know, sometimes people kind of go, they start praying and then they can't kind of think of what else to pray mm, about. Mm. I tell you, there's a lot of things to pray about. Um, different people work differently and different times will work for them. We talked previously about, you know, different time slots that people use, but I personally feel it is important to find, you know, look at your diary, you know, understand that you need 
daily prayer in your life. And then look at your diary, and I think we've we've shown that through mm. the scriptures that we've looked at. But look at your diary over the week, and have a look at when you could slot time in for prayer. Uh, it might be on Wednesdays you've got an early meeting or something, so Wednesday morning isn't going to work for you. On that day, you might do it in the evening, whatever. But I think personally that if you find a time uh, that, and you stick to it and that becomes your habit, mm, mm. you know, this is the thing. You have to actually do something long enough that it becomes habit because, you know, if we don't have a time slot for God, I can tell you Satan will make sure we've got a time slot for something else. Yes, that's for sure. That's right. And sometimes it will mean looking at that diary again and going, what do I need to kick out? in order to bring in time yes. for prayer. You know, we have to really be honest with ourselves about these things. Sometimes, you know, we're not very good at looking ourselves in, in the face and kind of going, well, you know, it's it's not that I don't have time, it's, just, it's that I don't use my time well. You know, I think we need to see prayer as a great gift it is that we've been given. And also, I believe you can't have complete victory without a regular prayer life. That's so, so true. That's so true. Well, uh, guys, uh, the time is uh, almost gone. We still may have uh, like a 30 seconds uh, take uh, home uh, point here. And I'm coming to you, David, if you if you could just uh, bring a couple of thoughts together and share with our listener. Well, Nick, uh, the prayer which Jesus taught us, I think, is one that we just can't go beyond. It is, it is to be prayed, not that we would ask God to do things, but that we would dedicate ourselves mm. to Him. He knows our needs. We need to make sure that whatever we pray for will be in accord with His wishes. But Jesus taught us to pray, Your will be done. Mm. Your kingdom come on earth as in heaven. That's to be our ambition. It's mm. not, Lord, please give me a Harley Davidson motorcycle mm. or a Lamborghini or whatever. It is... Your will be done mm. and to be done by me. So as we dedicate ourselves to God as his ambassadors, we are relying upon him to supply us that we may serve him in the world that he loves. Mm. Yes, thank you so much, uh, David. Tracy, very short if you have a thought uh, to share. Uh, it's important. Put steps in place to ensure that this is part of your daily life. Amen for that. And uh, thank you so much, uh, David, uh, uh, David Lima from Family Voice Australia, Tracy Papandreou being with us uh, today here. Um, and my dear friend, I hope that uh, you can grow your uh, prayer life uh, more and, and more. I would like to invite you to join us uh, next time when we are uh, choosing uh, beyond the grave, the Bible and the passing of death. And uh, how does a pastor view death? Join us uh, next time. Until then, may God richly bless you and have a wonderful walk with our Lord Jesus Christ and experience a prayer life. Far away from the noise and
Give me quiet times in 